0: Hey everyone, welcome to a special edition of our podcast that we do weekly for our Patreon called Mega64 Movie Club. We go into the making of movies, what we think about the movies. It's a fun time. If you like movies, you like this podcast. Here's a free episode, and if you like it, check out our Patreon. It's at patreon.com slash mega64, and subscribe to us, and then you'll get a new weekly podcast. But for the meantime, enjoy this episode.
1: Oh, we're going. Are we going? No, wait. Cut. Welcome to Movie Club.
2: Awesome. Oh, that's Woo! a good. I- okay, that's a
1: good intro. This I- a good
2: podcast. I have got to get me one of
1: these. See, you're killing this. No, hey, this podcast might get a little rowdy. In fact, I'll say there might not. There might be no peace. The famous. The, the no, famous you took the most famous quote?
2: I thought yeah. like for movie. sure
0: you'd be quoting Jeff Goldblum, but no, no, you went for Brent Spiner. Yeah. Um yeah, uh, we're
2: going to infect these aliens because uh they don't even have a Mac. They can't even order
1: pizza from for the kids. Yeah.
2: Jeff Goldblum, he's in this movie. We're doing Independence Day. Oh, all our ID4. Pa- all
1: our patrons uh on here. Uh everyone's trying to get out. They're the only schmucks trying to get in. <laughs> he, just, he just quoted Emile Hirsch. Emile Hirsch shout out. Wait, yeah. no, that's Emile Hirsch's Judd Hirsch. No, Fieber, Jud Hirsch. So. Yeah, Judd yeah. Hirsch. Judd <laughs> Hirsch.
2: Into Where Judd Hurst
1: stands over here on the set, what taxi character do you like? Today's pick was brought to you by
0: Sean. It was Sean. me. It was a movie. This is one of the first movies I remember people at school talking about. Like, oh. have you seen this movie? You got to go see this movie. It was like the shit. And so I made my parents take me. And so I did see Independence Day in theaters back in, was it 94, 96? I think it was 96. I, think it was 96. It I was saw 96. this movie in theaters so. too.
1: Ninety six. So I was twelve so, then. Somehow I didn't in theaters. I remember seeing commercials and I thought this seems like big and loud, but do I care? I don't know. And then my friend said it was cool. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But I, the, the, a lot of the people at school are dumb. Whatever. You wow. know, I just, I just, I all my friends at school. Cool guy. All my friends Most at school. Popular
2: guy in school. <laughs> clearly. No, no, really.
1: I did not hang out with a lot of people because I thought they were all into really just dumb loud stuff, and I didn't care about that. Mm-hmm. But. My parents bought it on VHS when it came out and we we had a family movie night and I was like that's the fucking coolest movie. When <laughs> I, I remember leaving I vividly remember
0: leaving the theater with goosebumps being like this is everything I would ever want in yeah. a movie. This fucking rule. Yeah, and that was my thought as a 12-year-old. That
1: was mine, too. After this is we, the
0: greatest movie ever, made. <laughs>
1: After <laughs> we that? watched it at home, I seriously, I thought, like, again, like, my parents wanted to watch it. I'm like, yeah, f- this dorky, whatever. And we were all like, yeah, yeah, by the end. It was like, it was yeah. an experience. It was an experience. And so... Does that
0: experience hold up all these years later? That's yeah. the question. Yeah. That's the question we're asking.
2: Today's movie is Independence Day. Independence Day. If you haven't seen it, you should see it. We already told you to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe you just, you're busy, okay? For whatever reason, aliens have blown up your hometown. You're pinned under a fire truck or something, and Mm. you just didn't have a chance to watch it. Or you thought, "Yo,
0: I saw it when I was twelve. I don't need to see it again." No, you should watch it again. Well, see it fresh eyes. If
2: you just can't, here is what it is: it's a sci-fi movie uh, from 1996, directed by Roland Emmerich, uh, produced and written by Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich, about aliens attacking the world on the Fourth of July. Mm -hmm. uh it stars so many people everyone uh i have a list here jeff goldblum will smith bill pullman and then a bunch of less famous they should have just ended the list there because the (laughs) the rest of people mary mcdonald judd hirsch yeah, Judd nope.
1: Hirsch rules, dude. You Randy Quaid. What
2: about, uh, a Robert Loja? I this love K-8 Robert Loja. box
0: was the shit back in the day. She's the, not even listed on this. Well, that's a that's a mistake because she a, was great. And and Harry this list, Connick Jr. Yeah. This
1: list is so good that they, they don't even have room for some of the bit parts still played by amazing actors. Case in point, beginning of the movie, Sean, did you notice? Uh, what? The, the general that lets the guy in the room. Is Kevin Arnold's dad in the Wonder Years? Oh, oh, I
0: noticed. And you know who else noticed? I was proud Sawyer noticed. Really? And I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. Good job, Sawyer. I mean, even
1: the bit little parts extras, even are good actors. Yep. So that's
0: That's how you know. That's how you know.
2: This movie was released on July 3rd, 1996. So, yeah. I feel like you should have a special badge if you saw this movie on the 4th of July on
0: 1996. Wow. Rub it I, in. I mean, that's like that's, the
2: most badass that's thing pretty you could badass. possibly do.
0: You know who saw the movie on, I think it was July 4th, 1996, was Bill Clinton in the White House. They showed, maybe it was oh. July 2nd, but they showed, like the premiere was like, they had a movie premiere, but they also did a White House premiere, and Bill Clinton, I think he's the president then. Was it yeah. Bush? Mm-hmm. It was Bill Clinton. No, it was Bill Clinton. Clinton. Yeah, he got to see it. Uh, in the White House, where yeah. it blows up. How cool is that? Yeah, a lot of things blow in there. I bet he was like, I don't know what that means. I bet he was like, uh, I hope this isn't real. Anyways. No,
2: he was probably like, <laughs> oh, the White House got blown up. But then, did you see when the president's wife died and the president became a badass war hero who single-handedly saved the planet? I Pro- could do that. Probably pulled so much tail after that, let me tell you. That turned into George Bush. But. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All the same. Uh, it's really all the same. The movie the was
2: made for uh, seventy five million dollars and according to my records it made a hundred 8, and seventeen million dollars. Eight hundred
0: and seventeen million dollars worldwide. Wow domestically three hundred and six. That's pretty um, good for nineteen ninety six. I think it was like one of the highest grossing movies of all time at that point. Yeah, I think for a little bit. Before like you know, Titanic, obviously later on and stuff like that. Oh, but I it,
1: didn't even think about that. That was a year or two later. Yeah. But it wow. was the highest grossing movie of ninety
0: six. And that that beat, like, huge movies. Um, I can't think of... Twister was one, but there was a couple that was like, oh, you would think for sure that would beat it, but no, Independence Day came out and killed it. Yeah, That was a good year for movies. Scream
2: came out that year. That was 96.
0: I didn't realize. Yeah, maybe it was 95, but I saw it in 96. Mm
2: -hmm. Um... So, Roland Emmerich and Dean Devlin were the two guys behind this movie. They had just come off of the movie Stargate. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is
0: another great movie
1: I loved as a kid as well. I've never seen say. Stargate. You
0: haven't. Maybe, maybe we I, should do that for movie We club. should.
1: We should. Yeah, because I, I didn't see that for, uh, yeah, I, w- I wanted to see that so bad as a kid. But I was mixed on it when I eventually did. I don't know. I would like to see it now. Hmm. I haven't
0: seen this since I was 10,
1: but oh, yeah. I loved it. And I heard a story that these guys went on a retreat
2: to Mexico to finish off this script. They finished it in a Mexican hotel room on Friday. They sent it back to the studio on Saturday, and they were it was greenlit on Sunday, and they were in pre production on Monday. Oh my god. The studio loved this script. Wow. Like the moment it was completed, they were like.
3: Fuck
0: yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Us? Go ahead and make us $817 million, please. Thank
2: yeah. you. Um, And I feel like this movie is just a pretty, you know, it's not highbrow. It's not intellectual, no. but it's a rock-solid blockbuster. It is. Yeah.
0: And it, this, to me, is the definitive. This is a blockbuster. This is a Memorial yeah. Day weekend or July 4th. This is a summer blockbuster. It yes. has all the key points. And, yes, it's cheesy. Yes, yeah, so there's plot holes. But you forgive it because I don't know what it is, but like, no, this fuck, I, this is me at least. Like, I forgive this. Yeah, <laughs> Go ahead. It,
1: it is to me the blueprint for the American summer blockbuster b- bullshit and all. Yeah. It, 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 There it is right there. And uh, I also think this movie was a right place, right time thing, too, when it comes to effects, mm. because it was right at, you know, ooh, like a few years earlier, Jurassic Park ooh, CGI, like this is this is some heavy stuff. And this movie hit at just the right time where it was, you know, the spaceship like blacking out the sky was something you'd never seen before. Right. And so you had some practical and CG started to factor in too, and it hit at just the right point where it was like, whoa, this looks impressive. Like how'd they pull there, this off? There
0: were, um, they said this movie holds the records for the most miniature models made. Oh, wow. Um,
2: And that record will probably never be beat.
0: That's what they said because of technology advanced so quickly, and now they use CG and all this stuff like that. They're like, they won't ever have to do this again. That's interesting. And so this record probably will never be broken. I didn't,
2: I, I, oh, I was just going to say this movie looks better than modern day CGI films. Yeah. It looks great. I, I think blowing up these models in 1996. It just, I, maybe I'm nostalgic for it. I just think right. it no, looks good.
1: Yeah. And, and let me just, I'm not trying to get ahead of myself here, but trying to watch the sequel to this, which we will, we'll get into that. I later, didn't try it. I, I, I was
2: just joking. I didn't try to watch that.
1: Oh yeah. 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 No, but, uh, <laughs> I have tried and that was my initial thought was there is so much green screen shit in this. Hmm. How does this not feel as believable as the one you made in '96? And no, I I think you're totally right on that. Is like you know, it, I mean, you guys out there know when you try to do as much real as you can, it's always going to look better than
0: there are blue screening everything. And we'll get into the plot in a second, but I'm just say some yeah. things and spoil it. So does whatever. Yeah. But when the White House blows up, it's one thing. It looks yeah, yeah. crazy. But when I think it's the Capitol blows up, mm. you can feel the weight of like the marble and yeah. like the the. Whatever they used to make it, you could yeah. it like it looks fucking great. It yeah. like really holds up. It's it, it's crazy. And obviously there's some things that you can tell like yeah. okay whatever, but it's 96. Like yeah, it's still pretty impressive. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh so we're gonna get into the plot of Independence Day. Highly recommend you watch it before you listen to this because we're not gonna spare any details. Uh we're gonna talk about all the dirty behind the scenes stories that are gonna make
1: you hate this movie. Oh yeah. Wait, no,
2: that was last week's episode. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. This one's gonna be really fun.
1: Wait till you hear what the director <laughs> thought about aliens. Ooh. Oh Ooh. uh
2: so the movie opens on July second, which I, I love. Right out the gate. Is that an intentional joke? Welcome to Independence Day, July 2nd.
1: They wanted that lead time. You know they what? Wanted, I thought know.
0: a movie that did the same kind of thing was, um, was it The Ring? Where it's like in seven days you die or whatever. And this couch counting down the days. Yeah. That to me, I like because you know shit's going down on July 4th. Exactly. And I like like, oh, we're not there yet, but it's about to get
1: fucking crazy. <laughs> and I, a similar thing, Christmas with the Cranks came out at Christmas. <laughs> that was go. that made that movie fucking nuts by the way we're not
2: we're i'm in the first sentence of the plot synopsis yeah. and i'm pausing to give you some trivia the producers the studio hated the name of this movie and yeah, fought was so hard yeah to change the name they didn't like the name independence day whoa and yeah. the fact that uh bill pullman as the president says the titular line yeah. Today we celebrate our independence day. They wrote that in just to make sure that yeah. the studio would not be able to change Yeah,
3: the movie.
1: That's, that's great. Crazy. And and it's and it's impossible to like t- to touch that moment, like like they I, I that's brilliant because as soon as you see that, it's like well that's the name of the fucking movie yeah. right there. <laughs> there's they, like, yeah. no getting around it. Yeah. What, are you, what are you
2: gonna call the movie after that? Um,
1: uh, up yours. Yeah right. Yeah yeah right. <laughs>
2: uh, they were competing to get the movie out first because you know there, it's always a thing in Hollywood where there's two movies right. of the same genre. Yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, they wanted to be out on July 4th because one month later their competitive movie or two months later came out. You know what it was?
1: I don't. Was it fire in the sky? No.
2: Mars Attacks. Oh come
0: on! The other alien invasion, star-studded oh, movie. Ah. You, you guys like from that the movie? late? I 90s. hated Mars Attacks.
1: I only saw it once in theaters. Yeah. See, I never saw it in theaters, but my cousin showed it to me years later, and I was like, I, I, I liked what I saw, but it was just uh, like I didn't expect but, it to be like in that. In my twelve-year-old brain, I was
0: ready for Independence Day too. Yeah.
1: And yeah, I definitely yeah. did not get that. Yeah.
2: Independence Day is a movie everyone can enjoy. Mars Attacks is for weirdos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I agree. Yes. That's, <laughs> I agree. That's my take on yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So on July 2nd, they, uh, the satellites here on earth start picking up signals from space radio, strange radio signals. And we get this great shot of the moon being, uh, having a big shadow cast over it as this giant mothership approaches earth. Um, There are so many Star Wars Easter eggs in this movie. Yes, 100%. Even to the point where when the first ship flies over, it looks like the opening of Star Wars, which is the ship flying over you. There's a scene right around here where it's a satellite flying through space and the satellite crashes into the mothership. Right. To show you how big it is. How big it is. Have you heard about this Easter egg? No. Mm -mm. The top of that satellite, it's a replica of the Death Star. There's a, there's a ball on the satellite. It's literally a
0: Death Star toy, like mounted on a trash can. And that's the satellite. Mm. There were so many parts that I, this watching it was like Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. That's so funny. I didn't notice that one.
2: I'm going to be pointing out a couple that I saw and came across. But even like in the opening of the movie, it looks like Star Wars. And there's a little Death Star that crashes into wow. the ship. Yeah, I never noticed. They start picking up these signals on Earth. It's, you know, this movie kind of follows, I think it's like seven different stories. And they're all over the place. So you have bill pullman who plays the american president yeah you have his i think press secretary yeah um played by uh i think that's mary mcdonnell
1: mm, you or, or maybe is it bonnie bonnie no 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 i yeah. don't even know who the bonnie, actress is but bonnie hunt? she's yeah i think it is bonnie uh, yeah, hunt yeah, yeah.
2: she's the ex-wife of jeff goldblum yeah bonnie hunt yeah uh jeff goldblum is a scientist who works at mit you also have will smith who's a guy, he's in like the Air Force or the Marines yeah. living out in uh, California. The movie opens by giving you all of these different stories. You also see Randy Quaid as a crop duster who lives out in the desert somewhere. By the end of the film, all of these people's stories are going to overlap and collide. Mm. What? When I was a kid, I have memories of this movie opening with Will Smith in bed and an earthquake happens. Mm-hmm. That's how I thought this movie started. Wow. That doesn't happen till forty minutes into the movie. Damn. When was
0: the last time you saw this movie besides this? Like 10 years ago? 15 okay. oh, years really? ago? Yeah. Me too. It's but I watched
2: it like on a weekly basis as a kid. Sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh yeah, that's funny. I do I remember I remember the the Star Wars part, like the, the the moon and the shaking. But yeah, I do think I did that's 40 minutes you're saying into the movie? It's so far into the movie. That's crazy. Because yeah, that to me was one of the first things. You definitely before
2: before we get to Will Smith, basically it's what the fuck are all these ships? They deploy, the mothership deploys these small ships. They land over all the major cities in America. Um, but even before that, they're like getting radio signals and contacting people. And Jeff Goldblum's playing chess with his dad. And he's like, right. why, why are you still wearing the wedding ring? Your wife left you four years ago. Uh, it was uh, three years ago. Uh, Th-
0: this movie did a good. great job of setting up all these characters. And you like all of them too. Yeah. But what it really captures is just the size of everything, Mm -hmm. which is so Mm -hmm. hard to do. Mm -hmm. But when you when Will Smith does see it for the first time, and it's covering the entire city of L.A., Mm -hmm. it's like I don't know how wide it is—fifteen miles Mm wide—and you realize like those are the little ones that came out for the big one. Like how fucking big is the big one? Yeah, it really gives you a depth of like wow. It puts a
1: pit in your stomach. It does. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I also Uh, like
2: uh, how they have news reports. Yes. Uh that all felt like, oh, reports from Germany. Oh, now reports from Japan. And I actually read that all of the newscasters in this movie are actual news people. Yeah, yeah. Because it's hard for actors to be to have that like news cadence and not sound like fake and showy. Yeah.
0: It also gives you a sense of realism, and you I've seen this guy on TV telling me real news, and now he's yeah. telling me this news. Okay. Yeah,
1: that was something that I liked about <laughs> Willy Wonka when I was a kid. That movie has, you know, it, here's the news report, and it felt believable. You know what right. I mean? I mean, like, doing that in a movie and actually having someone who knows how to do it, it it's lends important. something to it's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, not to bring up Wonka, but... No, um, I mean, it's, but, it's relevant. Um, I was just going to say, though, about the characters in this movie, there's something very specific that I think works as well here, and that is, and this is something that went by the wayside in the 2000s, is vulnerability. Mm-hmm. These are all vulnerable characters. These are not ten chiseled action heroes or uh, it's all the fucking Marines that, you know, whatever. It is, guy works at the cable company, um, his dad. You know what I mean? It's right. like, these are all vulnerable characters, kind of dorky characters. That's what Jurassic Park did well, too. Mm-hmm. It wasn't action stars. It was, you know, the botanist. It was, right. you know, and I feel like, I really feel like it was after, like, honestly, like 9-11. That after that, it became kind of like, oh, let's have, like, the cool guy doesn't look at explosions kind of. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Um, even the sequel to this movie, I feel like kind of succumbed to that. But this movie has a bunch of flawed characters, vulnerable characters, relatable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, I even, don't know. There's something really like tender about that, that it, it makes it better. I even the president. Yeah. Is vulnerable. And you yeah, starts he's not off but them reporting about how he sucks. Yeah, you know, like it shows you like his faults right off the bat. Yeah, they kind of all suck and they all even the president kind of sucks and has to rise to kick ass. Mm-hmm. And that's just so much more interesting to me anyway. Yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, Jeff Goldblum is jacked in this movie. He's super buff.
1: For sure, that's a true. Cable technician. But but he, but still he's but a cable technician, not a he kickboxer. By that's yeah, why. he's not a kickboxer or, a, you know, <laughs> it's assassin it's or something.
2: Uh, the whole (laughs) beginning of this movie is very interesting, but it's a lot of, this is why I think as a kid, I don't remember any of this stuff. It's a lot of like political drama. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Mr. President, how are we going to respond? I don't know. This could be dangerous. I think we need to evacuate the cities, you know, and all
0: this political stuff. Um, the thing that always was cheesy to me, even as a kid was (laughs) when that guy first sees the aliens, but the song in the world is playing. Yeah, like that was cheesy. A little on the nose. That was cheesy to me yeah. as at twelve. Like okay, me, me
1: too. I thought I remember thinking the same thing. Like I know what song this is. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. got it. <laughs> Whatever. I'll forgive it. Yeah.
2: Um, the soundtrack early on in this movie has a drum
0: beat that apparently is based off Morse code for uh, the word die. I, I saw that and it made me really excited. That the same. If you watched last week and you heard that Matilda used that same Morse code knock. It's crazy they use it in this one. I think as well. if I ever
2: make a hit movie, I have to put Die in Morse it's code. A, it's a it's Somehow good luck in it, the movie. It's yeah. a charm. In this, at this
0: one, point. it does make more sense, though, the yep. sense that a little bit. Morse code comes,
1: comes to play later on in yeah. the movie. Very, Very true. The director also based it off, he married an alien when he was younger. <laughs> um, Let's not go there.
2: Yeah. Uh, there's a character that I love in this movie, and it's Jeff Goldblum's uh, I believe it's his gay co-worker.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't even Harvey, know Harvey Fierstein yeah. is the name of the actor. I don't even
2: know the name of the character or the actor, yeah. but he talks like this. Oh, He's my God. The whole
0: movie. Mrs. Doubtfire. David. Yeah. yeah.
1: I love that guy. Harvey Fierstein was like a, a great uh, theater actor, I believe. Uh, and that's but, his real voice, right? Oh, yeah. Because
0: yeah, yeah. what's amazing to me, and I brought this up to Jenny when I watched watching, it, it's like this guy had a career yeah. with that voice. Yeah. That's impressive. That like, made him that made him iconic it almost. Made him yeah. iconic and yeah. everyone loves him, but it's like that is a terrible voice. Yeah. And you were able to make an awesome make it work. out of it. Yeah. 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 You. <laughs> you know
2: what's funny though? They did this guy dirty. Cause of all the people in this movie, you pretty much at some point or another think everybody dies. They mostly come back mostly. and survive, except for this dude who Aww. gets wasted in the yeah. initial alien attack. Couldn't
0: have all make it, I guess.
2: Crushed under some flying cars, and literally his last dying words are, "Oh crap!" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love doing impersonations of uh, of this guy, and you know, I was never quite clear as a child of his dynamic mm-hmm. and what was really going on there. Um, he was always just a fascinating character to me. And uh, I don't know. I, I just really like him in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: apparently he uh, said, fuck my lawyers when he was going to call like, Who should I call? I'll call my lawyer. No, fuck my lawyer. But then the movie would have been rated R because of that line. Oh. Yeah. So they, this, Oh, he still, I guess, I think he still says fuck my lawyers, but it says forget my lawyers, like they dubbed over it. Oh, yeah, he has a line, which like, is so funny. Like, thinking about it, like all the things that happened in that movie, fuck my lawyers yeah. is gonna get you an R rating. It's Come weird
1: because typically you're allowed one or two fucks in a PG 13 if it's just done like fuck you or fuck this, not, not yeah. I'm going to fuck, you know. But I wonder why, maybe. I don't know. That's really weird. Because the ju- lawyer
0: saw the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. The MPAA is all lawyers. I'm just
1: wondering if there are any other F bombs in the movie that maybe. I don't think so. No, I don't think there's, yeah. a no, one. I think there's one. But maybe that's just it. Maybe it wasn't even a as much as it, you know, they just like, yeah, we don't need that. Don't maybe. Know. Anyways, whatever.
2: Um who's the main character in this movie? Is it Jeff Goldblum? It's,
1: I think I
0: think it's Jeff Goldblum. I think it's Jeff Goldblum, but it is an ensemble cast. Like Will Smith yeah. Because they all uh, tell their own story. Will
1: Smith and Jeff Goldblum, in my mind, were always the. It's like you main. watch
0: Lost, and there's a thousand different things, but Jack's the main character. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I think it's
2: Jeff Goldblum. He plays a character named David Levinson. We get to meet his dad. We get to see him at work. He's the one who finds the code in the satellite system, which is basically he discovers it's a countdown to something what yeah. it is we don't know
1: it's counting down uh
2: so he um, uh, like goes into washington dc because his ex-wife works for the president and he's able to oh i love this actually i've always thought this was the stupidest thing ever they're parked outside the white house and he wants to call his <laughs> wife <laughs> right and they're in uh, his dad's like well how are you gonna call her you don't have her number and he goes he pops in a cd into his computer and yeah. he, goes, what what is that ah I have every phone book in the country in here. Okay, then he takes a uh, like an antenna and he sticks it on top of the car. What are you doing? I'm tri- triangulating her location. Ah, got it. And then her phone rings. <laughs> right. And I just always, you know, as a kid in 1996, I bought that. But when I watched this movie in the early 2000s, it was like triangulating her
1: location. <laughs> yeah,
2: are you, You're just pulling
1: yeah. sci-fi
2: yeah. tech out of your ass yeah. at this point. Um, I don't know if you remember that scene where he says he has every phone book in the country on his laptop, Mm -hmm. but I guess if you pause that and look at the screen there, that is a hotbed of Easter eggs.
3: Oh, oh, yeah.
2: Look at the location. I never did. I didn't either, but I found that out looking up this movie. There are so many Easter eggs on that list. It has phone numbers and street names on it. And some of the street names, I wrote them down, but there's a president's way. Uh, yum yum drive. Mm. Oh, uh, theme park. That was a good one. Mm. A bunch of other stupid names like Roland Drive. Roland Emmerich is oh, the director, course, and sure. it, it's Drive right. is a pre, uh, abbreviated, so it looks like Roland Director. Mm. On the road, on the is the name of the street, and then road. It's a Jack Kerouac <laughs> book. Oh, wow. uh, Skywalk, Star Wars reference. Oh, Ooh, there you go, wow. uh, and so many other ones. So. You know, little, little funny Easter eggs. You thought Independence Day was a serious film, but they're just having a goof. Yeah, we're, we're gotcha.
0: We're goofing around. We're having fun
1: here. It's comedy day instead of <laughs> Independence Day parody. Yeah, exactly.
2: So uh, Jeff Goldblum gets into the White House. He's able to talk to the president and basically tell him uh, it's uh, a countdown. Where's David, right? tell him.
1: I just wanted to. I, I I was hoping somebody would slow his scenes down and put them on YouTube, like he did. They did those Apple commercials. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Drunk somewhere. Look up drunk Jeff Goldblum.
0: Yeah, honestly. On Independence to... Day. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Um, let's go to Will Smith. Will Smith mm. is a Marine who's dating Vivica A. Fox. She's a stripper with a heart of gold. I don't think you've you could find a more stripper with a heart of gold mm-hmm. than Vivica <laughs> A. Fox in this film. Yes. Stripper with a heart of gold. She literally like. Saves all the survivors in Los Angeles with a hijacked uh, truck yeah, after the fire aliens trust. attack. Mm, yeah. yeah, but uh, Will Smith basically, you know, these guys are in love, but he has to go to his military base, and then the aliens attack, and he gets um, put into a squad of air fighters to go attack the the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm. I've seen this movie so many times, but the plot is really hard in my mind to to line up because there's so many things that happen.
0: (laughs) And that's the thing is like, you're saying they wrote this and it's like, yeah, this is not the easiest script to just say a to B. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it really is is like well this happens and then that happens and this guy does this and then that leads to this and what what I think is great about this movie what they do
2: a perfect job at is showing you the progression from aliens arrive and every logical step up into we are fighting right? yeah which is yeah. like let's try to communicate with them mm-hmm. <clears throat> that didn't work. Okay, well let's try to, you know, yeah. uh they send up a helicopter with like lights. Yeah. Right. A- and it's it's uh, operation welcome wagon, but that thing gets shot down. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, well these things are aggressive. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's send some uh fighters to intercept it. Yeah. And then it turns into a fighter like a jet fighting thing, but the thing is too powerful. Everything the humans try yeah. fails, and it's just time and again like, "Oh my god, these the aliens are gonna win. The, right. yeah. Like you're
1: fucked, dude. You can't win. They really properly show the escalation of it. Yeah. And every attempt that we maybe would try to do, you know. Yeah. But I but and and then also you have every type of American's response to it. Right. What would a military guy do? What would a farmer do? What right. would uh, you know, the president do? So, you know, you you really get every angle of everything on this and, and that they really makes do it fun.
0: show you like there is nothing we can do. Yeah. Like there is nothing we can do. Yeah. yeah. What's happening is going to happen, and we just have to try to survive that, mm. which is interesting.
2: Uh, yeah. So Will Smith as a fighter pilot gets uh, into a dogfight with all of these aliens. Which, by the way, Star Fox. Oh. Let's let's not mm. forget Star Fox sixty four. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Star Fox sixty four had that had that level where it was a big mothership above a city, and oh, then yeah, you had to fight level. all of the like motherships, little drones. That thing was directly like. I remember just being like, oh, my God, that's the scene from Independence Day. You could finally do this scene as a kid was so cool. And I, yeah. I feel like 90s kids forget how mind blowing this fight scene was. <laughs> yeah. As a kid, I just thought this was the coolest thing ever. And when you were I always wanted a video game that would allow you to recreate that scene. I remember thinking, like, why don't they do an Independence Day Video game and just make it that scene, and then yeah. they did it for Star Fox.
0: They did it in <laughs> a video game, which I heard was not good.
1: Oh, yeah, it was not good. I don't even remember that. Yeah, I, I played it, for, I wanted it to be good. I played it for about one minute. That's usually nope. not because the video game. <laughs> um, Will <laughs> Smith
2: kind of breaks off from the fight and gets in a chase with an alien, and he is able to uh eject from his plane and confuse the alien so much that the alien crashes. Uh, he approaches the crashed spacecraft on foot and opens it up. And when the alien comes out, he punches it in the face Fuck yeah. and says, "Welcome to Earth." If you never see anything else from Independence Day and you only are familiar with this scene, yes, you're probably good on all Independence Day cultural references. Yes. The,
0: everyone I told watch this movie, everyone to a person said, "Welcome to Earth." Every single person. Yeah, That is the line. I say. don't think Will, legitimately Will Smith
2: would not have a career if he didn't punch this alien in the face <laughs> yeah. and say, welcome to earth. Yeah, Like we wouldn't yeah. know who Will Smith is. <laughs> and whoever punched the alien and said that, that would be that the was, famous
1: person. And, person. and don't forget, he follows it up so smoothly with the cigar in the mouth. And yeah. now that's what I call a close encounter. I yeah. mean, that's like, ah, the that's chaser. That's the thing, though. That's the chaser. There
0: are 10 billion lines like that. Yeah. And I, for some reason, eat every one of them up me in this movie. Me too. I don't get mad. It's my
1: sense of humor, for sure. sure I'm only speaking for usually myself. Usually, I roll my eyes like, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ.
0: But for some reason, maybe because everyone's so charming in this movie. Yeah, they land something it. about it. It's like, Somehow. I like
1: it. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. Uh, also, want to just say really quick about the Earth line. Something always bothered me. And for some reason, that line got famous. It was always quoted, and I always saw it online, and always Whatever. As welcome to Earth, like people, I, did you guys ever encounter that all the time? Yeah, people would always write it that way, and I always was like, "He doesn't say that; he no. very clearly says welcome Earth to Earth." But it was always written that way, for yeah, the attitude. And I always thought Earth. that was kind of ooky. People did that; something always bothered me about that. Mm. Welcome to Earth. What, why are you writing it that way? I don't know. I always got bad vibes about that, and That's I didn't funny, like it. because
0: my vibe was always they thought he had the cigar in his mouth, and he couldn't say it correctly. Oh, really? And then they just didn't realize that he didn't have the cigar yeah. in his mouth. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I always thought, like, why are you misquoting? I don't know. That just bugged me, and I'm so I'm happy to say if you I watch it like somebody says. I feel like if you write
2: Welcome to Earth, it doesn't have the oomph of yeah, how he said it, which was like, yeah. Welcome to Earth! So yeah. yeah. Chill. You gotta get the inflection there. Yeah. Um... So the only thing missing from this puzzle that you should be aware of is the the only remaining story is the Randy Quaid subplot. Yeah. Randy Quaid, I love that they put this character in. Yeah. He's the crazy guy who's been abducted by aliens in the past, and everybody thinks he's crazy until yeah. aliens show up. Yeah. He's a crop duster who lives in the desert and He's always talking about, you know, 15 years ago, I was abducted by aliens. They did weird experiments on me. And people are like, okay, that, that's uh, old Frank. He's crazy. Yeah. Right. But, you know, now we keep cutting back to him as he, you know, tries to keep his family together because he lives in a trailer park. And when these aliens rolled in, everybody in the trailer park started fleeing because they were afraid and they wanted to go into the desert. Right. Uh, but when they were in the desert, all these people from the trailer park found Will Smith and accompanied him to Area 51. hmm so I just wanted to mention that Randy Quaid is here. He he yeah. factors into the ending of
0: the movie. I was convinced as a little kid that his son is Keanu Reeves. I thought for sure. Yeah, that I was got Keanu I, That's Reeves. so
1: funny. When I was younger, I didn't know the actors so well and I I kind of got confused. Well, about and that I too. was convinced that
0: the younger son was Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And that's also a good call. They both look like very similar. Yeah. And neither and of them are. They aren't. But um uh, I only knew Keanu Reeves from Bill and Ted's. I'm like, that's a guy from Bill and Ted's. Like,
1: for sure. Yeah, I, yeah. sure, you know.
0: yeah, I kind of just wasn't sure about the
1: whole and thing. And I'm
2: pretty sure that young, I might be wrong, but isn't that younger son, the like kid from Detroit Rock City?
0: I think you're right. Oh, is he? I believe you're right. Yeah. I know the girl's in uh, Mrs. Doubtfire as well. Yes. Yeah. But uh, that's interesting. Yeah, I think so, you're right. I think you're right on that. Uh, I, sorry, real quick. I also read that in that scene when they're all, the RV's driving through the desert and yeah. all that, that all the crew and uh, actors were getting the sunburns on their legs. But they were wearing pants because it's so bright and the the, the ground oh was so God. white that the, the light was reflecting up their pants and getting their like Ooh, shins and ankles. Isn't that fucking crazy? Uh, that is amazing. It's like going when
2: you go skiing and you go snow because right. it's so bright. Right. So this movie is great, but I don't know if you know this. This Randy Quaid subplot is one of the most changed aspects of this movie. First of all, there's a whole story with this family that is gone. Okay. There is there is an entire there is an entire additional character in this movie that you've never seen. Whoa. Which is the blonde, curly haired boyfriend of the daughter.
1: I, I do. I've seen the deleted. I've, Whoa, like, I, 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 I saw them know somewhere this is at all. So yeah, yeah exactly. you're right. And you're
2: right. so the whole, and then there's a, there's a different ending of this movie where Randy Quaid, we'll talk about this later, but the yeah. movie ends differently in regards to Randy Quaid's role in it. Hmm. But I guess the deleted subplot is that here's what the independence day you never saw the Randy Quaid story. He <laughs> is this crazy crop duster who has three kids, but they're not all his children. The oh. oldest kid in a deleted scene says, "You're not my dad. You just married my mom."
0: Uh-huh. Mm.
2: Uh huh. Uh. But then Randy Quaid says, "Well, maybe not. But I'm worried about that other kid, the younger brother." And he's like, "Well, you don't even. You can't even get the medicine he needs." And apparently, that kid has some horrible illness. Oh. And Randy Quaid is always trying to get medicine for him. That's a recurring subplot.
1: Yeah. And then there's this yeah. one
2: line in this movie where the girl is like. canoodling with a boy and he's like you don't want to die a virgin do you right that turns into a whole nother subplot where she starts thinking i don't want to die a virgin and she is trying to like find a a guy to hook up with what the And she has this like curly haired blonde boyfriend and later in the movie in area 51 when all this shits the aliens are attacking she's like we should we should i don't want to die a virgin and he like takes her hand and he goes well if you die a virgin I'm going to die a virgin, too. What the? Because I just I just
1: think that's pretty special.
2: All of that was cut from the film. That's probably that like, for the best. yeah, uh, we don't need this. Let's get back to the aliens.
1: Yo, 90s directors, stop, uh, maybe chill on the teen girls, uh, you know. Yeah, what the fuck? Situation. That's, well, I'm glad know. they cut that. Yeah, did Weird. not need that didn't need that
2: <laughs> uh well i think it was more boring than anything else yeah, sure. you can find the deleted scenes i yeah. mean it's independence day it's not like it turns into a yeah of course like yeah. striptease yeah. like oh my god independence sure. Day made me feel uncomfortable it's yeah. not like that no yeah. but still it's very wholesome in yeah, fact it's always it? like no we should not have sex because it's just better that way and then the aliens kill everybody <laughs> uh, <laughs> something like that i don't know so um at this point it's july 3rd. we moved on from July 2nd to July 3rd will Smith is at area 51 um and oh and, and I've skipped over the fact that like will Smith had this air battle with the mm-hmm. with the aliens but they also attacked every major city in America yeah,
0: right which yeah. which that part is one of the most impressive parts of the movie in fact like, I remember the commercial for it and you see the White House being blown up and I'd be like, Whoa. Like,
1: oh man. And all yeah. that was like on the poster. That was like the VHS I, cover. Yeah, that I, was everywhere. I remember when the VHS came out. Um, you know, that was when I had seen it, but our in our math class on a rainy day, he was like, Well, we're not supposed to watch movies like Independence Day, but like, let's just watch the he it was just those parts. Yeah. We would he played the math teacher was like, I don't think I'll get in trouble if we just watch the explosions. And that's what we did. And it was just actually playing it. And then again, in slow motion, like, Oh, see how they did that? Like that. We were really fascinated by it. It was like, how do you think they did this? You know, that's kind
2: of neat. Um, I do want to say to to put things in order for the, for the plot of the film, Jeff Goldblum discovers that there's a countdown. He tells the president that there's a countdown, a countdown to what we don't know, but we think it's bad. Ships have moved over every major city in America. And president says, evacuate all the cities. And when the countdown hits zero, all of the ships open fire. Doom, 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 doom. They blow up the Empire State Building. They blow up the White House. They blow up
0: everything. I mean, all like, of yeah, Los L- Angeles. LA and uh, Houston, I think, or whatever. Yeah, they I mean.
2: annihilate Houston. That's what happens on July 2nd. On July 3rd... Uh, we launch our counterattacks.
0: Which one of my favorite things, and what was so fucking crazy was you finally see the ruin of everything. Yeah. And mm. then it's cuts to Black July third. It's like holy yeah. shit. Yeah. You're We're like not even then the fourth yet. Yeah. yeah. We we'll have a whole other day
2: before we get there. Like and, what the fuck? Yeah. And this movie is awesome just for that because yeah. at that point you're like, all of humanity's just been wiped out. End of the first day. Oh fuck! This is a, <laughs> this is a three day long story. God, yeah. shit. Damn it uh it's just
1: great it'd be like being halfway through star wars and then they finally see the death star go oh it looks like we're gonna start a motherfucking star war like oh we haven't even (laughs) seen that yet we haven't done that they should have added that um
2: i don't know what else there is to say about the effects other than it's awesome Awesome. we've already said it's record-breaking holds Um, up i won't go into it on this show but i would say if you like independence day look up some behind the scenes on the special effects yes it's for sure i think it's super fascinating in fact definitely independence day had so many good behind the scenes and promotional mm-hmm. um material i saw like a 30 minute special and the first 15 minutes is a fake news report basically yeah and I remember it's that. like ladies and gentlemen i don't know how to say this to you but alien spacecraft have landed at every major city around the world, and they basically yeah. go through the plot points of independence day yeah. up until this point But it's a TV special. It aired on Fox and it is presented only through the lens of an actual news program. Yeah, that was
1: dope. I remember Uh,
0: that. They also did, and this kind of shit is what I am into. They did an hour-long War of the Worlds type radio drama of it Oh, I didn't for know the that. BBC. Oh, that's it's awesome. on YouTube. If you want to find okay, it, okay. I want all, all of this love
2: stuff that. is on YouTube. Yeah. But the great thing about Independence Day being such a blockbuster is that there is so much ancillary. If you love this movie, there's a lot of bonus material. There's a Jeff Goldblum giving a behind the scenes tour. Yeah. That I saw.
1: I saw. I think I saw that too.
2: Yeah. Uh, there's so much extra stuff. Yeah. Um, all right, we're going to kind of speed through this because July 3rd, the the humans basically try everything they have. They try to nuke the aliens. They try, what else do they try?
1: I mean, well, oh, go ahead. I just wanted to say with nuking the aliens, again, the dialogue is the epitome of American cheese. And I mean that endearingly mm. when they announce that they're going to do the nukes and the president is like, may our children forgive us <laughs> yeah like that is such a what a great line before you nuke something you know <laughs> that's just it's just the nail it. and the way it's they it. is, it's, it's yeah. a
2: whole build-up to like well we could try nuking them we can't do you understand
1: <laughs> what yeah what, what you're, you're talking about you're yeah. talking
2: about firing nuclear devices into this thing in the sky yeah what would even be the like that is so crazy and then 20 yeah. minutes later yeah I guess we're going to have to nuke them. And they yeah. set it up to where it's like, okay, sorry, aliens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you asked for this. We didn't want to do this, yeah. but fuck around and find out. And so they <laughs> nuke the aliens. Ah, well, got them. I don't see anything up there. I think uh, skies are clear. Nice. Woo! Oh, hold on. Wait, no. All of our uh, our systems are coming back online. Yeah, the nukes didn't do jack shit. Literally nothing. didn't even scratch the things. Yeah. And you're just thinking like, we're fucked. Yeah, we're Dude, fucked, and a, like
0: you really feel that sense of do? like there's nothing you can do. It's so and hopeless. those ships keep going to
1: different cities and then annihilating them and then moving uh, on. And that's what's yeah. so great about a line like "May our children forgive us." Get the weight of it in there. Generations from now, we will pay the price for the for the death we're about to inflict. Didn't do anything, you yeah. know. It's like, well, well done, well done. <laughs>
2: Yeah. yeah yeah definitely and i'm um, i love the scene too where uh i mean also before they authorize the nuke they do end up at area 51 it's
1: yeah like oh, all, yeah, all
2: the aliens have attacked everybody and it's like yeah. oh my god what are we gonna do and uh this is one of my favorite parts of the movie jeff goldblum's dad starts yelling at the president what am i gonna do you knew this was gonna happen oh, what do you what do you mean we knew oh in the 50s you had, uh, yeah. what was it, yeah. Roswell and the, yeah. uh, the, the what is it, the Area 51? The Area 51? And mm-hmm. the president, I can assure you, there's no such place as Area 51. And then the senator, uh, actually, uh, Mr. President, that's not
1: quite true. Yeah. <laughs> that's not entirely accurate. Did you know that this
2: movie had the full support of the American U.S. military? Yeah, wow. I, thought I heard yeah, something ad, like ad, that. Advisors were coming in, like, okay, this is how our generals oh. talk. Okay, this is what the generals were. Okay, these are the weapons that, blah, 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 blah. And yeah. then, and then it was like, all right. And then we're going to talk about Area Fifty One. Boop, full pull out, full cancellation. Wow, I didn't know that. Full severance. Oh, the the American military's like, <laughs> fuck this, we're yeah. out of here
1: i did not know that yeah that's awesome It, it severed everything wow um, that's so interesting
2: yeah and another thing i found out about this area 51 set is it has blue drapes everywhere it's all it's every mm. window is draped with blue drapes mm. apparently their plan was oh this is going to be the most bustling um place you've ever seen we're going to blue screen in hundreds of people <laughs> working in these windows yeah. and they put all the blue screen in the director's like you know it kind of looks cool just being blue. Yeah. <laughs> huh. So that whole set is draped in blue and you would never think of it, but that's just blue screen that they were
0: like, ah, eh, fuck it. Just that's leave it in. Great. You know, that's that probably awesome. saves a lot of money. Yeah. It probably looks better, honestly. It's yeah. probably better they didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. You would never guess. Yeah. Damn. So Happy
2: Um, they're there at Area 51. we One. We're coming to the end of the movie here. Yeah um because basically they've given up hope nothing we've, we've tried nuking them there's nothing we can do we're here talking to uh the actor who plays data uh mm-hmm. brett spiner right. he, he apparently runs area mm-hmm. 51
0: yeah very um, excited to see him as a kid too just point that out it's
2: i never very, realized that was data oh i was i i never i didn't the him.
1: first the first time i saw it and then i was like <gasps> wait that guy does look familiar and then yeah there's actually a cool scene in this movie where they
2: start doing an autopsy on the uh, alien that Will Smith brought in, and it yeah. turns into a horror movie.
1: Yeah. And I, I love
2: any movie that takes a break from its genre right. yeah. Yeah, to, it just, to just be another genre for five yeah. minutes, and then it's back to having fun. It's yeah.
1: reminiscent of Spider-Man 2. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, that movie is Spider-Man, and then for one minute, it's a horror movie in that in that Doc Ock. Like they, yeah. uh, same thing, they operate on him, and it just becomes like... I remember the first
2: time I watched Minority Report, uh, Steven Spielberg's sci-fi movie. It's a total sci-fi romp, but there's just one scene where uh, Tom Cruise goes to see the the psychics in the tank, and one of them wakes up and grabs him, and it's such a horror jump scare, and I'm like, kudos, Steven Spielberg. I I didn't know I was in for a scary movie.
1: Actually, I thought you were going to bring up him losing his eyes. That's true. That's Yeah, Yeah. It was
0: (laughs) awesome watching it. So I'm sitting next to Lennon, and I'm going like, you don't want to see this part like yeah. it's going to be scary but I'm watching Emma and Beckett because I'm like oh, oh yeah, fucking yeah. Great. and they jumped a mile <laughs> they jumped a fucking mile and then like I look over at Lennon who didn't cover uh, she watched washed and she's like no I liked it it was fine like that's fine
2: <laughs> Also, I just want to point out the alien has an exoskeleton, like helmet on. How hard did Will Smith have to punch that thing? Real hard. He knocked it out for 3 hours. Oh, I didn't
1: even think about <laughs> that.
2: like imagine somebody yeah. you have a bicycle helmet on and somebody punches you in the head and you're out for 3 hours. That's a hell of a punch. Well,
0: I read that. Welcome
2: to Earth indeed. The <laughs> designer
0: gave the the maybe the director two concepts of aliens. Like, here this is what I got came up with which one do you want? He's like, can we do both? And so that's why they put one inside oh. the other one. Oh, nice. Big so, small
1: yeah big and tasty
2: um nothing has worked it's the 11th hour it's the darkest hour jeff goldblum has given up help uh given up hope and his father finds him laying on the floor and he says get up you're going to catch a cold bingo jeff goldblum goes oh my god that's amazing we're going to infect the mothership with a virus did i say get up you're going to catch a cold or code
0: you said you said okay good
2: just making sure
1: because they're going to use some corrupted code to give the mothership a computer virus. The the perfect, flawless example of the American blockbuster stretch. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, go ahead and shoot at that ship. What did you do? I gave it a cold. What? I gave it a virus. You know, like, like yeah. that is almost like a South Park episode. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But it's the perfect, like, yeah, that's a fucking stretch. I'm yeah. in. I'm yeah. so in. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so their plan is to take the... uh, They have one of these alien ships at Area 51 that they recovered from the Roswell crash. They're going to take it, fly it up into the mothership, and then Jeff Goldblum is going to hook his 1996 IBM laptop (laughs) 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 up to the mothership uh, using... What has yet to be invented, Wi Fi. Uh, <laughs> uh, somehow using some wireless connection yeah. with the
1: alien spaceship. He figured out the alien operating system pretty quick. Yeah. So they yeah. might be running that on like. No problem. I think the aliens were running on Mac OS uh, Sierra. Yeah. I don't know what they had And they then. don't even
2: have to click Snow Leopard. Or install anything. He is it force it installing it this virus. It
1: naturally happens. I can't even airdrop your phone without you turning contacts on and (laughs) off. Yeah, but
2: this is the man who triangulated his wife's location in the White House. He can do do anything. He went to MIT. Um,
1: It works. Life finds a way.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And they are able to bring down these super powerful shields uh, that all of the spacecraft have had. And then um, people on Earth are able to launch their own counterattack. And they do uh, another great uh, yeah. American blockbuster. America organizes every army in the world. Right. Yeah, so of of the, they call the Russians. They call the Japanese. That is Robert Loja, Mister President. Every army is ready to
1: go. But we'll yeah. how do they
0: contact them? They can't call and they can't send you know emails. They have to use Morse code. Yeah, yeah. old technology the aliens didn't even think of. Yeah, got yeah. them, Stupid ass aliens, <laughs> dummies. Yeah. But yeah. Think about the American
2: that. army, the Air Force is like. Two guys short. Two guys (laughs) short from being able to launch a successful attack. So literally a general goes out to Area 51 and goes, We need pilots. I'm not making this up if you haven't seen the movie. (laughs) We need pilots. Anybody here fly a plane? And Randy Quaid, drunk ass Randy Quaid, literally, I think he's drunk in this scene. Yep, I fly. Good enough. They put him, they put him in an F14 fighter pilot. Yep. Oh. They're like, "Oh, this guy flies a biplane. Put him in a uh, 3 trillion dollar war machine." No problem. It's the same thing. Got it. That's one guy. Mm. Okay.
0: We need one more. Who could it be? Yeah.
2: The president. Ah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I used to be a fighter pilot and yeah. Mr. like Robert Loja his top commander is all for it. Oh, Mr. President.
0: It's like he gets fucking giddy. And like, oh, are you, you really got to go do this? Oh, this guy's fucking crazy. They, he mentions <laughs> earlier in the movie that the Joint Chiefs of Staff and the Vice President are all fucking dead. So literally, <laughs> if this doesn't work and this guy dies, there's, <laughs> there's no, no one, one to yeah. It's going
1: to end up maybe Randy Quaid as president. There's no one else to <laughs> go very to. very close to being that.
0: These aliens got to be
2: shitting their pants because you got Alpha and Omega, the president of the United States, and some drunk farmer coming for you in the same fleet. (laughs) Um, Once the shields go down, a second dogfight breaks out, and the humans are doing pretty good. They have a fighting chance here. They think that they can take down the mothership. It it turns into this Star Wars moment. Mm
0: -hmm, Definitely.
2: Where this... This mothership has a laser that's so big it can destroy anything and it's going to fire it down on Area 51. But if they can attack it and blow it up, they might be able to take out the mothership. But they all run out of rockets except for Randy Quaid.
0: He's got one left.
2: He's got one the, left. Saving
1: it. This is my favorite part of the whole movie. Is it? Yeah. Because to me, it's like you have this big budget, credible effects, all of this kind of stuff. I love... When they bring out the least important thing to do the most important thing. Mm -hmm. I always love that. And to have Randy Quaid (laughs) in a jet fighter, that's what it comes down to. And he's got all the one liners and he's got whatever. That's always been my favorite part of the whole movie. So he has
2: one rocket, but it misfires. It's still active, but it's stuck on his plane. And immediately he decides, like, I'm just going to kamikaze this bitch. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And he flies into the, and remember, he's been abducted. He's been experimented on. He hates these aliens. And, oh, I'm getting chills just think about it. As before he yeah, crashes into him. And he goes, hello, boys. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. And oh. he, you know, he kamikazes into it and takes down the mother. He saves the day.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: this ending was rewritten and reshot. Yeah. Because the original ending tested so bad with audiences. Yeah. They had to refilm this. Did you hear about this? No. Didn't
1: they reshoot this like a thousand times or something? Am I remembering wrong? They had
2: to completely reshoot this ending. Yeah. Because in the original ending, Randy Quaid, they go, anybody here know how to fly? And Randy Quaid goes, yeah, I do. And logically, the guy goes, no thanks (laughs) you're a fucking drunk like no and he gets mad and he's like i can i can do it they don't think i can do it but i can do it and you don't see him again and then at, at the end of this movie the president's still out there like oh dang it we we used all our missiles we have nothing left and then Randy Quaid in a biplane. Oh comes my God! Flying his crop up. dusting plane. Yeah, yeah I is, saw this. It is okay, crop yeah. dusting plane. He goes, "Don't worry, Mr. President, I'm packing." Somehow he has the, yeah, how he, the- <laughs> he has the radio to the president's F-14, and they go, "All right, we'll escort you." And the F-14s escort the biplane. What the fuck? And then it's all the same thing. And I heard that uh, he improvised that line, "Hello, boys, I'm back." And when they refilmed it, they're like, "Okay, we're gonna refilm this, but say that again because that was good."
1: Wow.
2: Uh, They changed it for two reasons. What were you going to say? Oh,
1: oh, all I was going to say was, as I remember as a kid, this is a weird thing, when I saw it, thinking the way his footage in the cockpit looked, looked different than the rest of the movie. I really had, I'm not joking, as a kid, had that thought. He has a different haircut okay oh, maybe that could be it his, too his hair and his beard are shorter because it was filmed months later but oh. i just remember thinking the film see I, I was the kid that when i was watching like power rangers as a kid i could tell when it was like that's japanese footage and that's america right. because they're different like film or something you know yeah good and, eye you, and you caught it that was something and i would tell kids about that and they'd be like no it all looks the same to me and it's like how do you not see that hmm. and independence day yeah i remember the footage quality looked different in the cockpit and yeah, maybe those other things too tipped me off and I didn't know that at the time, you know? But I remember thinking it looked different. Something was weird um, about
2: that. So test audiences felt like the movie was pretty believable up mm-hmm. until this point <laughs> for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. But like an F-14 just like flying, or a, a biplane flying into an F-14 battle, it, people were yeah. like, this was like Looney Tunes. Yeah, it it, was, that's it a was bit much. literally like Bugs Bunny in an airplane like saving the day. <laughs> yeah. uh, but then they also felt... In the, in the way it ends now, he mm. is just in the fight and the thing malfunctions and you get to see him think like, oh, I'm still going to go for it. Right. And he yeah. makes a decision. And yeah. in, in the original, it was like, they don't fucking believe in me. And he walks away and concocts this whole plan to be a suicide bomber. Yeah. And, and these audiences were like, so he just planned to abandon his children. Right? Yeah. Like he's been planning this this whole time. Yeah. And it, it better
1: just, better to make that a last second, a last ditch effort. Like, yeah. whoa. Like he decides in the moment, it. and, and it's then he even says, "Like, like tell my children way way I love better.
0: them." And yeah. that's yeah, it, that, and see, that, it's
2: because they want. They're like, "Hey, this is really coming off like he doesn't love his yeah. children, right?" So they're like, "Put it in the line, tell my children I love them." Well, because that, that works
0: for me because I get the chills thinking about
1: it. That, yeah, yeah, seriously. And as a kid, when I heard him say that over the thing, that. That wrecked me. Like, like yeah. I, I was, a, I, you know, I was a kid who watched a lot of Disney stuff that would make me cry. Whatever, I welcomed that. But I thought this movie's not going to do that. And when when you hear him say that, I'm like, oh no, I know what he's going to do. You know, it worked. It, there it worked
0: are so well. moments in this movie that even to this day get me. Mm. When the first lady dies and a little kid goes to the yeah. president and he's just sitting there and like, you know, he's the president, yeah. but he's lost his wife and he's just a yeah. guy who's lost his wife. And the daughter goes, "Is mommy sleeping now?" It's like, oh fuck, dude, that's rough. When Bill Pullman gives his speech, yeah, that speech, like yeah, it it's so cheesy. Yeah, yeah it, and oh, it, it is. we will not go quietly into the night. Yeah. Once it was over, I Beckett looked over me and went, that's a good speech. And he was like, fucking am. <laughs> because that
1: speech like it gets something in you where it's just like you are ready to take on the world after that fucking that, speech. That to me is one of the top American like movie moments. Like, you know, they always have the, oh, here's looking at you, kid. All the classic, like, movie, whatever. That speech at Independence Day to me is like.
0: Apparently, yeah. that speech does not test well uh, abroad. They oh, think it's fucking oh, cheesy. Oh, you don't say. And they even <laughs> say that it's one of the cheesiest moments in film history. Is I mean, that speech? I don't even disagree. No, but, but in yeah. a bad way. They don't like yeah. it. Apparently. Well, yeah. you
2: just don't know what it's like to be an American. Yeah,
0: you yeah. don't get it because that's the kind cruel. of cheesy shit we love. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: we're gonna go. We're gonna go fight those aliens. And we don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's basically the gist of it. Basically. <laughs> people. <laughs> well, last week we saw what the French audience is like in their films. <laughs> yeah. And I guess they
1: <laughs> agree to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call it cultural differences. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> this is our Independence Day from that. From yeah. That. Anyway.
2: So uh, that's the end of the movie. Bill uh, Randy Quaid saves the day. He's able to take down the mothership and and pretty much all the ships all over. Yeah, world get taken down using
1: they, that weakness. They they exploit that. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: back up in the mothership, the mother mothership. Yeah, um, yeah.
2: where where Jeff and Will are.
0: Jeff and Will are. Um, the part where they fire the nuke at them, yeah, like it's, I don't know about that. It's so stupid. Like the, the graphic yeah. comes up and it's like a skeleton. Going, ah, 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 yeah. ah, and then it's like, this is so lame, but I forgive it.
1: I don't yeah. know. Like it's so it's, stupid. It's so fun by that point. You're in at that I, point. You, I saw you, this
0: you,
2: interesting piece of uh, tidbit of trivia that I guess Roland Emmerich cast Jeff Goldblum because he liked him in Jurassic Park. Oh
3: yeah, and his
2: one of his favorite scenes in Jurassic Park is where the T Rex is mm-hmm. chasing them of course, in, the, yeah. in the jeep. Classic scene. And the T Rex is like gaining on them, and Jeff Goldblum's like, "Must go faster, gotta go faster." Yeah. And it, he's. I read that Roland Emmerich liked that so much, he wrote a scene in this movie just so Jeff Goldblum could say that line. Again. Oh well, oh. he said
0: it again. Yeah. yeah. And at the end
2: of this movie, when they're trying to escape the mothership, the doors are closing on them, and Jeff Goldblum's like, "Gotta go
0: faster, <laughs> must go faster." Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah I. That's that, great. That's a good line. Yeah, their dynamic
1: together was great, Perfect. and I read that a lot of it was improv. Like yeah. It is this
0: them going off each other? And you having could fun. tell,
1: and I always, as a kid, laughed so much. Nothing but love for you. No, well, we love you. Oh, great to see it. Yeah. Oh, the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. All of that yeah. felt very imp- off the cuff, like yeah. you know, and it was I loved it. Um, also, read that Jeff
0: Goldblum
2: cannot smoke cigars. Mm. Cannot like doesn't know how to do it. Oh, oh I thought
1: you were going to say wife wouldn't let him. No. So,
2: <laughs> no, like he chokes or something. So, oh. in this movie he's smoking a cigar. He didn't light it. He didn't keep it going. He would hand it to a person to to smoke oh, it. Interesting. Oh, interesting. And then they'd be like, "All right, Jeff, it's your take." The guy would hand it back and he'd be like, "Okay. All right, we are uh smoking cigars." That's so funny. So,
1: you're saying it's for the look. He don't light it. No, that's the other guy. I, oh, you got me confused it. again. Who I got, are we talking about? Will I, got, I got Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith's music careers mixed up. I always do that.
2: Um, and then they made a sequel, which was even better. So
1: that's the, oh, that's all of yeah. Independence Day. It, it really, have you guys seen that at no, all? No, God. I watched no. like uh, 45 minutes to an hour, and it was like, it, it's it almost plays like Halo. Like, it's... In the future, we took all the Aliens technology, and now our world uses it. It, it, That already, I'm
2: checked out. But that's what I
1: mean. That's what I mean. In five minutes, I was checked out. I was like, that first movie, it's all relatable, vulnerable characters, and here we are, and it's fucking Halo. Like, It was so disappointing. So So anyway, I never finished it. Oh, wow. Let's give this some popcorn shakes.
0: This, to me, is the absolute perfect blockbuster movie. It's cheesy. There, As I said, there are problems. I forgive it all. My favorite movie of all time is Back to the Future. It's sure. not the best movie. Yeah. There's a lot of problems with that movie. But it hits all but the... But it hits all the notes, and I have yeah. fun the entire time, and that's this movie. And I think I give it five stars for what it is. Like I I fucking love it. I loved it as a kid, and as an adult, I wasn't so sure what I was going to think, and I still eat the whole thing up. So five stars for me. Five yeah. shakers. I'm sorry. Five shakers.
2: Yeah. Um, I... Have a funny story that I forgot to bring up, mm-hmm. but I'll give it some shakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I give it four out of five. I think it's a great movie. It's not perfect, so you know it's it's not a five star movie, but sure. I think it's definitely solid. I can't imagine hating this movie. I can imagine yeah, watching you, it and being like, "Okay, like, I don't." I mean, can I imagine somebody you, disliking this? movie? I, I can I see know. you thinking
1: this and that are stupid, but to not have a good time during this movie, I, I would. I, what's, what's, the, going, if, what's going on in life? Yeah, if you can't, I was if, just gonna if, say yeah. if,
2: if you don't like this movie, you're probably in a bad mood. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. like it's yeah.
1: to me, it's impossible to not have fun, at but, least.
2: But uh, yeah, but I can say I'm not gonna say it's like the greatest movie no, ever made. No, 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 so no, I'm getting a four out of five. What I was gonna say is a funny story is uh, I guess one day Robert Loggia was. Fucking pissed off. He plays the general yeah. in this movie. I love that actor. He also plays a gangster in Sopranos. He's a tough old guy. Yeah, yeah he he was the uh, the mob boss in Scarface, like yeah.
1: that, that uh, Tony originally worked. He
2: for. was like he wouldn't come out of his trailer, and the director's like, Robert, we need to film, and he's like, out oh, of this fucking movie. What the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> oh my God.
1: Piece of shit, fucking film. And they're, and they're like, rage. What is, what is wrong with
2: Robert Loja? Apparently, he had asked one of the producers, like, so what kind of film are we making here, by the way? Oh. And the producer had meant to tell him, oh, it's a movie like Airport, which was huh? a really dramatic yeah. movie and about a, a terrorist attacking yeah. an airport. But he accidentally said airplane. Airplane. I knew it. Airplane. And Robert oh. Loja, having not seen either film rented airplane oh no and thought that he was making a parody film thought that he had been tricked by his agent (laughs) to appear in a parody (laughs) film and that's awesome that's livid oh that's and and they had to like like really reassure him like no (laughs) no this is a serious film i love that yeah that's that's a funny story
1: yeah oh that's amazing i always have liked robert loggia i don't know what it is he's not another actor you don't hear a lot about but whenever he's in something he's great yeah I it breaks my heart cuz I feel like this movie was so close. Actually, maybe maybe the highest scoring movie on here, but it was close to a perfect score. Close because I'm giving it a 5. Wow. To me, wow. the blueprint for the cheese ball American summer blockbuster. Get a pour some fucking Kool-Aid and barbecue and watch this shit. Yeah. Nailed it on. I mean, you said it all, Sean. You you nailed it. You know, I'm is, not. Is I'm per- not saying Derek should have given it a perfect score because it isn't a perfect movie. I understand that, but for me, There's, taps into my sense of humor, my my love for for the big American block. I've been to
0: so many Fourth of July parties, and this is put on as a yeah. joke, as a joke. Yeah. And by the end, the entire party is watching it. Always. So, like, that to me is
2: why it's a four and not a five because, mm. and I can't explain it, but there is something about this movie. You can't take it completely seriously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. maybe- there's a little bit of irony to it, and I can't yeah.
0: quite place my finger on it. There's sure. a level of cheese where it's just like maybe it's that they don't take it all the way serious, and they they I think they're very aware of the problems in the script mm-hmm. or whatever. But it's like, oh, who cares? Who it's fun. Like this yeah. is not an Oscar
1: winning movie. No, the uh, visual effects. Yes. I mean, at the end of the day, we're gonna give an alien spaceship a virus. Yeah. I know how to do it. They hand wave it. Yeah, that's not good writing. So no. your four is val oh, is still very valid. generous. But but I think we've all it. been very it's, generous. It's super entertaining. But exactly. It's super fun. Yeah,
0: a four out of five is not a bad score. No, not I, at no. all. And I think no. that this could be the highest rated movie we've ever done.
1: Yeah, I don't remember. I prestige we, was the one before it, but I don't know was, what that was. That was
0: sixteen. No, I can't be right because that would be no i don't mm. know what it was yeah
2: we have a list we can consult Pers- it yeah well,
1: I, it, is- was, it was prestige i just don't remember if we had two fives in there maybe not i don't think so well anyway do you have a movie for next week i bet you don't you know yeah we didn't really discuss it ahead of time <laughs> so didn't. i bet you're right now you're thinking you probably don't have one prepared uh, i thought that. now i'm scared but i had i had a backup just in case i didn't have a you know there's a lot of big movies out there a lot of big discussions but I had a backup just in case I couldn't think of any of those movies. So we're going to have to go to the backup. Okay. There's a movie made by a legit production company, Lucasfilm, mm-hmm. makers of Star Wars, Indiana Jones. But there's a black sheep movie. Oh and they, they gave their all to make it, but it wasn't favored by the public. So do we favor it? I don't know if you guys have seen this movie. We're going to revisit or visit for the first time. Howard the Duck.
0: Okay. I've never seen Howard the Duck.
1: Yeah. Howard the, the, the Duck. The dark cloud in the Lucasfilm Film All archives. I know about
2: Howard the Duck, and I haven't seen it, I'm pretty sure it's a live action movie about mm-hmm. a, a human-esque, human-sized walking duck.
1: Yeah. Sounds like, you, yeah, I mean, sounds like you've seen it.
2: Is Elizabeth uh, shoe in that?
1: Elizabeth no.
2: I've... I'm pretty sure there's a sex scene in I this think movie. That. I'm pretty sure the duck has I'm sex. Pretty
1: sure. <laughs> That's all I know about <laughs> this duck movie. Right. Does the duck fuck? Come back next week and we'll let we'll you know. We'll
0: find out. Good
1: night.